Well, good morning, everyone. My name's Brian, and today is Tuesday, February 13th, 2024, and this is episode 632 of the Lots Project podcast, and it's titled So Trashy, and I'll be chatting about a general observation about here in Tennessee, a perfect passage on the perfect day, and bullies winning a little bit, a little bit at a time. The bullies are winning, I think. I'm not quite sure. And a little bit more, so let's hang out, check out who's in the coffee crew, see who's hanging out in the live chat, grab a cup, and have a little conversation. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Pip up early. Wait, wait, Jim was up early. Jim had to go to the airport, so he actually got first. He got first, ran to the airport, uh, and then Rachel, three... Three in the morning. These guys are rolling in. Rachel, are you in Central Zone or uh, or Eastern? Because I'm battling these Eastern Time Zone folks with Jim and Pip and you possibly Gingerbread. I think Michigan is in Eastern Time Zone. I think. Um, <laughs> Hunter hanging out over on Twitch and um, Mike's Homestead swinging in. I think I got everybody. I think I got everybody that was in the chat. Eastern, Eastern, Eastern. All you right coast folks. All you right coast folks. That was me for the longest time. And um, did anybody else while you're growing up? Good morning, Backwoods Butcher and Pickle Pete swinging in also. When you're growing up, where did what time? Did you grow up in the Eastern time zone? Did you grow up in the Pacific time zone? <laughs> Central New York go Gators. Wait, are, are you an SU fan, Jim? Were you an SU fan? I'm pretty sure K-Bonk went to SU for a while. Morning, K-Bonk. How we doing? Rewilder says, when I'm fasting, I only need seven hours of sleep. Did you go to sleep at dinner? Did you? I, I picture Jim sometimes sitting at, at dinner eating and just kind of nodding off like, you get those videos of the little kids that are falling asleep while they're eating. And uh, I just picture, I picture that's the other end of the cycle too. So, but when you grew up, when I grew up in Eastern and you're still little and you just don't understand, um, you don't really understand time zones and you're watching TV and they would do that seven central or seven seven eastern six central and seven pacific i don't know i don't know is that what they used it used to be on at the same time eastern and uh and, and pacific and then they just said fuck central and mountain it's pretty much how i recall it when they would uh do the the main uh prime time tv stuff could be wrong i mean it didn't make sense to have a have a uh, primetime TV show airing at what's four o'clock in the afternoon, five o'clock in the afternoon. Um, Backwoods Butcher says SRF was the first time I've been ever been out of the Eastern time zone. And this guy wants to go on Survivor. That's what he's going to be lead with. He's like, guys, guys, I'm a really worldly, uh, worldly man. Uh, last year, I went out of the Eastern time zone. <laughs> Do you have a pass? Do you have a passport that uh, that will allow you to go on Survivor, or do you still have to get that shit ready backwards? <laughs> Pip says all twenty eight hundred people in the Central and Mountain time zone. <laughs> it's about right. It's about right. Was that the Mountain time zone would be uh, would have been the neutral zone in Man in the High Castle? If you've ever seen that, that's where I want to kind of be is in the neutral zone uh, when. When we rewrite the 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 program and we spin it back and hit reset on the matrix and it turns into Germany and Japan won won the war and uh, I'm gonna I want to hang out in the neutral zone. I was thinking about Man in the High Castle the other day, and I'm wondering is is the video. Are the video reels in 
Man in the High Castle made by AI. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Anyway, let's uh, let's get into it a little bit. What am I drinking today? What is in the cup? I got the the last of uh, the last press of breakfast blend. Uh, have a little extra to dump in the. Have a little extra to dump in the Bob the Bob stash. Uh, the Bob stash is getting close. I, I weighed this morning and I'm four grams. Four grams um, shy of a Bob of a Bob uh, press. So excited about that. Pickle Pete says the new coffee is in route. That's fantastic. Uh, he's sending out some Tanzanian pea berry that he roasted up for me. A couple different, uh, couple different uh, roasts, some light, some medium, and I think you might. Did you drop any dark in there, old Pickle Pete? Uh, to uh, to do a little post blending here in the in the Casa de Camper. Um, Pip says time way time wise, not show wise. But when AI is writing the like obviously in man in the high castle there was some some weird shit going on with the videos and the and all of that could that have just been a whole simulation like people talk about the matrix people talk about people talk about glitches in the matrix is is um is that is that really the big picture of man in the high castle that maybe that's going on in an alternate reality i don't know i don't know sweet two giant comfrey plants on the way too we're gonna do some uh we're gonna do some some content with comfrey we're gonna i'm well i am gonna do some content with comfrey we're gonna get um we're gonna start selling uh larger plants i think uh instead of the business in the box we're gonna let the customers decide what they want to do and sell a limited supply of large, large whole comfrey plants. So when they show up to the customer, you will be able to uh, take the root cuttings you want, take the crown cuttings you want, leave it whole and dig a big hole, dig a big hole in the ground and, um, and, uh, and let it rip like that. <laughs> Bob stash. Bob Hunter says a Bob stash is a state trooper's mustache in his brain. <laughs> the Bob stash, the bottom of the bag stash is growing very well. Um, it's, uh, it's, 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 uh, I like it. I like, I like the just accumulating. And then when I get to my 49 grams in my little container that I, I put all the dumps in the, I take a dump in, <laughs> then I make a pot of coffee. <laughs> Gingerbread says now the Macarena is hit by the Mandela effect. Didn't see that one. Didn't see that one, Gingerbread. What uh what is the what is the rub with the Macarena now? I tried to forget it. So it, it wouldn't have been, I don't think it'd be very hard to hit the Macarena with the Mandela effect when everybody was trying to bleach that out of their memory. So I mean it's kind of like Mambo number five or something. Um, anyway, let's hit the, let's hit the daily stoic today. Pip, Pip alluded to it in the comments and I'm glad he did because I wanted to share the story, but I didn't want to just come out and put Pip on blast. But uh, since he did it himself in the comments, I, I feel, I feel, uh, that I can, <laughs> but, uh, I picked up the daily stoic yesterday and, uh, it, it's back to Monday. My, um, Gingerbread says you don't put your hands behind your head anymore. Like when you do the, th the hip thrust. <laughs> Pip sacrifices himself as tribute. <laughs> anyway, uh, got back to money, got back to the normal weekly routine where I, I get done with the show. I do all the processing. Uh, we take the dogs for a walk. I make another press of coffee and I sit down and I, I hit the daily stoic. It's kind of the start to my day uh, after I start my day. And so yesterday I pick it up and it's all about perceptions and protecting 
protecting your sanity basically is is how i took it uh but but the root of it was we only have so much life we only have so much life um Spearco uses the the analogy of the life force balls and the and the make sure you make the most of your dash where you go over and you need to recharge every morning and someday you're gonna come over there and the 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 jar of life force balls is gonna be empty and you're done and that's interesting to think about as a concept but adding on yesterday's daily stoic kind of took it to another level. Because it kind of dove into the fact if you have a a dysfunctional job, if you have a job you go to that just befuddles you, pisses you off, uh, stresses you out on a daily basis, I think the same thing applies to relationships. If you're in a in a chaotic relationship that that is there's no peace whatsoever. Every time your adrenal gland pops off because you get pissed off or you get upset or there's strife or chaos, you're throwing a little bit of your life away. It's like smoking a cigarette. It takes the the time off the end of your life. And I look at it like this big barrel of life force. And, you know, every morning I'm going and I really love Jack's analogy. He fucking nailed it with that. I don't know if he made it up or found it or what, but man, it's, it, it really is something to visualize how you just never know when the bucket's going to be empty. But basically with the strife as you come over in the morning and you grab your, uh, you grab your life force and you go off to do day and, and throughout the day, you got a pocket of, of life force you brought with you and man, your boss fucking does something stupid and it pisses you off. You take one of those, just fucking throw it out the window. You don't even get to use it. It's just diminishing your longevity by blasting yourself with this stress and stuff. And so I'm reading it and Pip and I have had discussions for a long time about uh, his status with his job and how much he fucking hates it. Yeah, coworker number four, Pip is not happy there if you haven't been able to tell. But um, <laughs> it, it, it frustrates him. I think he's, he's putting in a valiant effort to make it better. And I, 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 I always did the same, but I read this and I was like, man, what a, what a perfect passage. I immediately thought of Pip, like immediately before I was done reading it, Pip pops into my brain and I'm like, oh man, get that guy out of there. Um, and I, uh, I'm sitting there and so I was like, I should send him a message. I finished, I finished, I made it through. Uh, I thought about it for a second. I picked up my phone and I said, Hey Pip, I knew he had picked up the daily stoic which there is a link in the video description if you're curious uh, and you want to pick it up and follow along too. But I knew he had picked it up. And so I sent him a message. I said, hey, dude, have you read the Daily Stoic today? I said immediately before I was even done, I thought about you. And he writes back, oh, wait, I'm going to get it. I'm going to get it. I'm going to pull it up. And so I get the exact message because it was absolutely perfect for the for the conversation. And let me see, where are you, Ryan? I said, did you, did the Daily Stoic hit you today a little? Mr. Pippin replies, I stalled on reading today's passage. My excuse is it's my Sunday, though I've been at work for two hours now. <laughs> I said, hmm, weird. So I said, you know, read it when you get a chance. Make sure you uh, make sure you make sure you take a look today. Don't forget to miss it because it made me think of you. And uh, looks like about two hours later, hour and a half later, I get a message from Pippa says, "I feel like a dude that's been dead for over two thousand years just called me out while probably wearing a robe and slippers." <laughs> yeah, love it. I love it. It it hit like a ton of bricks about the job i've been there i've been in multiple jobs that way and somehow i've been able to um escape at different points move on when i identify it i usually stay around way too long i'm not saying that i figured it out by any means but in the end 
when I get myself out of those situations, it's always for the best. It's always for the best. So even if there's struggle on the other side, the struggle is almost more enjoyable than the, the insanity it is taking yourself every day to someplace that just pisses you off and makes you angry. So that's that. That's that. Uh, Pip says, irony, party of one, your table is ready. Everyone's <laughs> Butcher says, to be fair, Brian was probably wearing a robe and slippers watching Survivor when he texts you. Survivor is only for the evening, Kyle. I do not watch Survivor on a 24-hour loop like you do. And I, I don't even own a robe or slippers. So I was um, not in those. <laughs> I'm not going to let you know what I was in. Uh, so that was the daily stoic yesterday. It was so fitting. It's just, uh, the, so I was also contemplating yesterday how in the first month and a half of the year, so month and 13 days, I've been reading the daily stoic. I think it was the uh, January 6th or January 5th that I got it. And, um, I got it and it um it hit hard right away and I don't want to say every day probably 50 to 70% of every day that I read it I um I <laughs> excuse me <coughs> um I can relate it to something going on currently in my life or in the life of somebody I know. Um, very, very in line with it. Not just like a fleeting moment. Like it is, it is spot on for something that I need to hear that somebody I know needs to hear that um, would improve things. And I was like, this is, this is amazing. And then I realized, I started wondering, I'm like, is this like a horoscope? Is this philosophy? Is this book laid out like uh, the horoscope every day where you could, you could cut them all up and cut the names off the tops and shuffle them all up and paste the names back on. And you'd still, um, and you would still think that it applies to you. Or is it just such a good foundation of, of principles and thought processes that it can't help but improve any situation in your life? <laughs> Pip says that it... it in my in my lack of defense, I was wearing swim trunks and cross. Um, I'm guessing he meant Crocs on his day off while at work. But the good the book is a good shit. Uh, Brian's a month away from buying crystals. Backwards, I don't buy crystals. I just go to Arkansas and dig them out. Already got them, dude. I've been buying coffee from Norton and uh, talking to that dude for like three years, two years now. Like you think that I'm i uh, I'm, I'm a month away from buying crystals. <laughs> the biggest hippie you'd ever meet. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I, 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 I definitely, I definitely, um, What's up, Strong Roots Resources? Hey, Carrie, how's it going, buddy? I hope I didn't wake you up with my message I sent you this morning. I feel as though Carrie Brown is a responsible enough person to uh, turn the ringer off on his phone if he doesn't want to be disturbed. <laughs> Crystals. Oh, so yeah, I definitely recommend the book uh, for sure. For sure worth the, I think it was $16.99 or something silly like that for the hardcover edition. Um, yeah, beyond, beyond worth that, beyond worth that. Um, 
Strawberry Resources uses I Do Not Disturb. I've been kind of looking into an app that I have on my phone that I downloaded a long time for a different purpose, but it has a schedule mode. Um, it has a schedule mode where it automatically changes the the ring type and the notification type by what time of day it is. I don't ever have my volume on on my phone. Like it's a rare occasion that my ringer volume is not on silent. I miss calls. I get caught. Like I get it. Leave a fucking message. First of all, leave a message. Um, yeah, it's uh, I think it's uh, I think I'm going to have to start using it a little bit more, but um, yeah, phone goes off and it just turns off. Like I don't have a, I don't have an option to use it later than whatever time other than for emergencies outgoing calls or something i wouldn't even mind it dropping my uh dropping my ability to use it uh after a certain time so might do that might do that backwards butcher says i'm an adult my phone's on silent <laughs> uh rewilder life does all notifications are off? Phone is off at seven, except bypass if kids need me, and that is only for calls and not text. Yeah, I um, I definitely have that functionality on my phone is to put certain numbers in it to, that always ring with the volume on, and I thought that was, I thought that was a good idea. Gingerbread Farms leaves his in his truck. I mean, yeah. I mean, why Why not? Why not? Backwoods. Backwoods running a small business, uh, wondering why business is so slow. And he says, you'll hear from me when I want you to hear from me. <laughs> hey, man, uh, just leaving you a message here. Called you seven times. Haven't heard back from me in a week. I only want to drop off seven cows this weekend to uh, to have them processed. I'm not sure if you're going to get this message or not. It's been a while, so uh, give me a call back. Otherwise, I'm going to have to go somewhere else. You'll hear from me when I want you to hear from me. <laughs> I got to get done having a dick fit. How's the smoking going, by the way, uh, backwards? You, uh, you rolling good with that? You rolling good with that? Um, let's get to the trash guys. Let's get to the trash. One, uh, one thing that I've noticed here in Tennessee. Wow. <laughs> Lots of earthquakes going on too. <laughs> Not necessarily more. Um, I think they're being fed to me in my social media. Kyle, did you actually order the, the the Daily Stoic? Seriously, thirteen days? Thir no way! You're thirteen days in now. Congratulations, man! Congratulations. Whose fingers are we smelling? <laughs> Ah, Rewilder Life nails it here. This was something that an old boss told me at one point. They do have it in an audiobook, Kyle. Um, the I train my clients, but I have different business. I never answer the phone calls or texts from them right away. The illusion that I'm crazy busy. I definitely had um I definitely had somebody teach me that. <laughs> Oh, anyway, so Corey and I have noticed, and we've mentioned it multiple times, multiple times since we've been here in Tennessee, uh, both on our trips here prior to staying here for, for an extended period of time, uh, for a couple trips to the SRF, and then on our way back through to, to settle down here for a little bit. And uh, we noticed one thing, one thing for sure. There is so much trash on the roads here 
Mike's Homestead, you uh you got a lot of trash there. I don't know if anybody else, Tennessee folk, are in the in the comments here. Uh, I don't think at the moment, but there is so much trash. The only thing that rivals the trash on the roads in Tennessee, I think, is Washington State. Washington State was pretty bad when we first went out there. Um, when we took a trip, our first trip with the camper, we went out to Squatch and and saw Brian. Uh, it was pretty bad in Washington. Tennessee's rough. Tennessee is pretty rough. Um, and to to extrapolate it even worse, our road, our road here is on the way to a, a convenience center to like a transfer station for the dump where where citizens can dump their trash. And it's just everywhere on our road. It's really bad. But we kind of wondered if that was the case. But then we thought back. And when we had been here and drove around before, we had noticed it was extremely uh, thick in the ditches and everything. Uh, yeah. The more we drive around, the more we're just settled on the fact that this place, people just throw their shit everywhere. And it's not just on the on the rural back roads like, oh, they went out bad. They went way out and they dumped their shit out in the middle of the country, which sucks. It's stupid and, and people shouldn't do it. This is like fucking everywhere. There is garbage everywhere. Backwards Butcher says, I noticed that when we were down there. Uh, and Pickle P says, Chicago is the worst. That's a city, dude. I would guess that Chicago would be worse than rural Tennessee. But everywhere we go here, there's just shit fucking everywhere. Pip says, sounds like a great place to live. <laughs> it, I mean, it's like, I want to go pick the shit up. Like, I, I'm like, this is, this is silly. This is silly. Um, obviously, it's, it's worse on our road. Jim says they throw shit in the back of their truck and it blows out when they hit 45. Yeah, I mean, I get that. I get that. But this is more than that. This is way more than just that. Like, I grew up in the sticks, guys. Like, I know, um, I know, I know what flying out of the back of the truck looks like. And I know what it looks like when people dump a garbage bag and it explodes and it goes everywhere. Strong Roots Resources says it really does suck because it's a beautiful place overall. It is. It, like, that is the thing is, um, yeah, I don't get it. I don't get it. The The thing that blows my mind even more is the, the properties you go by <coughs> in this county where there's free garbage service if you're in the county not service uh free garbage re, uh, disposal so you got to take it to a transfer station or the county dump and i don't know if that's statewide or county to county or what the deal is but the fact that there is like i mean i've gotten behind i got behind on on taking the garbage over during our uh our cold snap because then it got, it was cold. I didn't get over there. I was prepping for the cold and then the place was closed for a week. So it got piled up a little bit, but I see houses that, man, it looks like they haven't taken the garbage to the, to the transfer station in months. And I'm like, it's free. I know you have a car because there's multiple parked in the driveway and there's a bunch of dead ones in the, in the, in the yard if you need parts, but I don't know. Backwards. <laughs> what is a desert Canadian? Are you just, are you making up terms now? <laughs> we got oh so yeah on our road here we got somebody we we have somebody that um jim says i love the people that fill the junk cars with the garbage <laughs> i guess i guess better the junk car than their car they're driving um gingerbread says i get i get tons of beer cans and cigarette boxes in my ditch and i don't think i don't drink or smoke uh on our walk, where we walk the dogs here uh, down this road, there must be somebody 
backwoods butchers trademarking slurs. <laughs> exactly what you need to be known for. Hey, I came up with all these uh, all these uh, <laughs> racial slurs. I guess they're not racial if it's uh, if it's nationality. <laughs> Desert Canadians trademark 2024. Um, so we walk up and down the road with the dogs every day same walk so you notice things you notice things i found my special bee um or Corey. Corey found my special bee on my birthday you know bee yay bee i showed you guys before if you weren't around on my birthday or the day after my birthday i found the special bee um they uh but we notice stuff we notice like when there's new glass to avoid for the dogs um i kyle says it's the opposite of a snow mexican i get it like i think we all got it kyle pretty sure pretty sure we all put that one together um i uh we notice when you walk twice a day every day you notice things that change so forever we've been walking and every day in this in relatively the same spot so i have to uh, i have to assume that there's somebody that's leaving work cracking uh mick ultra tall boy yeah mick ultra somebody drive drinking on their way home from work mick ultra is what they're choosing to do tall boys cans and they must finish it within the same quarter mile every time because one new one, like every day, tossed out the window. And I was like, well, I mean, at least they're drinking and driving responsibly because it's basically like they're chugging water. Yesterday, bottle of Jim, empty bottle of Jim Beam, like a quart of Jim Beam. <laughs> I was like, maybe, maybe the Ultra is just a chaser. <laughs> Stronger uh, mm, 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 mm. says, says, good reminder to clean up the easement by our property. That'll go on the weekend schedule. You're welcome, Carrie. You are welcome. Um, yeah, they graduated. Had a rough day. <laughs> Backwards Butcher says he can't throw it out at home. His old lady would be pissed. Yeah, I mean, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Oh, so, yeah, just trash everywhere, guys. And I try to pick some up every now and then when I when I have something to put it in. Like, when we were out when we were out hiking at State Park, that was pretty clean. That was pretty clean. But there was uh, a lot of – you saw a bunch of plastic residue, uh, bottle, uh, water bottle caps, and water bottles, stuff like that. People – hopefully dropped and not like purposely thrown on the ground on the trail. But I picked up a few when I saw them, when I could, um, just doing your part, you know, just doing your part. Um, let's see, uh, new developing updates, new developing updates in a, in a, in a very popular, in a very popular case came across my, my feed yesterday and I'm hoping it's new. I'm hoping this has a, isn't like a three-year-old story. But um, did did uh, Mark Epstein come out with uh, with some news recently? Did you guys see it recently uh, that uh, that Jeffrey Epstein's brother released some photos from the autopsy? We're going to bring this back up because it's getting close to election time. We need to get people screaming and yelling uh, about pedos and um take the distraction off the pedo in chief there and, and then drooling on himself in the white house so he can get reelected again. Yeah. It appears, uh, it appears that, um, the autopsy results of, of Jeffrey Epstein says that he didn't hang himself. Weird. Weird. He, um, it, it appears as though he was strangled. My question is, how long ago did that happen? Right. Backwoods Butcher says he's been 
He's been talking about putting those out for years. Why now? Why now? <clears throat> it's not like he didn't have them immediately after the autopsy. Maybe, maybe weeks. But it's been years, hasn't it? I have to feel that uh, the whole Epstein thing has been like four years. Anybody got that on a hot dial? When did Jeffrey Epstein died? Um, when did Epstein kill himself? <laughs> thanks, thanks, auto populate on my um. <laughs> Uh, 21. Oh, I don't know. Uh, died August 10th, uh, 2019. August 10th, 2019. Five years. Five years. And now his brother's coming out with this. This is brother trying to, like, I can't think that they're, they're hurting for cash. What day did his double die? Yeah. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Bagwood says definitely wasn't by the big ex cop he was bunked with while the guards were taking a nap. <laughs> Bagwood says those poor guys felt so bad about taking a nap that they killed themselves too. <laughs> Killed themselves with a gunshot to the back of the head. Um, <laughs> gingerbread. Uh, <laughs> Jesus, I missed some good comments while I, um, <laughs> while I was trying to find out when Epstein killed himself. Uh, Rewilder Life says, "Wait, he he didn't kill himself." Please tell me, Rachel, that that. That that is the funniest joke I've heard in a while. Pip says another copy of Hunter's laptop will be found soon and released. Gingerbread pointed out the fact that pedophiles are bad, but look at Taylor Swift, who looks like a perpetual 12-year-old. Um, it's all a psyop. Weird. Do you, do you ever... Here's a question for this audience. Because, I mean, most... Most of the folks in this audience are pretty kind of with it a little bit. I, I try not to give you guys too much credit because you're still off, you're still here. Um, but you have to be a little with it. Do you ever see a narrative so, so outlandish that you're like, they're not even fucking trying anymore? Like, are you ever looking at something and going how are people this dumb oh yeah society is that dumb i don't know like there's just no way gingerbread says they're they're saying the quiet parts out loud every day Rewilder Life says, you mean all the wars? The the wars, um, like Jeffrey Epstein and the whole pedo thing and the whole Clinton, um, mysteriously all these people die. All these people die. Um, it was a suicide. They found him with, they found him with gunshots in the back of his head. It was a suicide. <laughs> Just all of the shit. All of the the findings. Pickle P says we we are past the event horizon, can't hide it at scale anymore. Pip says they buy it. Hook hook line and shinker. <laughs> Rewilder Life says, I'm such a conspiracy theorist. I I mean, here's the deal. Here's the deal. When, when someone provides me evidence that just doesn't make sense, and there's a logical explanation that they can't refute, 
It's like, did you even try? Rewild Lily says, why do you think Super Bowl's push? Bread and Circus says, yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, it kind of talked about that. Um, <sighs> Sorry, guys. I'm thinking for a second here. <laughs> Pip says it's not really a conspiracy theory. Um, Rewilder Life uh, reminded me of a conversation we had. Like, yeah, I mean, nobody in this audience is like hook, line, and sinker, like hook, line, and shinker. Uh, Pip must be Pip Saturday today, not his Sunday. <laughs> or maybe, maybe he hit the sauce because he had it. Was, maybe he hit the sauce because it's Monday. <laughs> Um, Pickle Pete brought up something that I, I mentioned this a ways back <coughs> a ways back as the AI um, thing was really kind of coming to the forefront you can't trust your eyes or your ears anymore AI video is here and I really I mean I thought about that and it it troubled me personally that you know now i have to um now i have to dig in further but the the problem is even before ai it it seemed as though the general population was eating up all the bullshit that was fed to him We didn't need AI. We didn't need video and audio um, proof of this stuff that is 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 uh, logical. Um, now with AI, it just becomes even worse. I guess. I guess. <laughs> Mike Mike's homestead. Perfect. This is this is it right here. Read uh he said he read a story about an intelligence officer that they charged like five years ago and have been trying to convict convict them all uh or convict him. All of a sudden, a few months ago, they found kitty porn on his computer and he's in jail now. Weird. Um Rachel wants to redefine the word as a big questioner, not a conspiracy. Can, we can't really call call them conspiracies anymore. Uh, gingerbread, yeah, definitely some shenanigans going on there. Uh, wow, <laughs> there's gonna be a bottle of Bacardi in the ditch somewhere in Central. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I, it, the 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 defense has been set up so well for anybody that questions anybody that questions the narrative. There's such a mob of ignoramus that believes anything that's spoon fed to them that they just shout them down. And it reminds me of the scene from uh, from Idiocracy when he first when he first kind of starts wandering around and he runs into the group of people that that don't understand his language and they just like Aah! that that's that's what uh, that's what it makes me think of. <laughs> yeah. Gingerbread, gingerbread, and Rewilder might have. Yeah, Rewilder says gingerbread. We we could have a conversation. Yeah, you got you guys could definitely have a conversation from from what I've talked to you both about. So, <laughs> so. anyway, yeah, this 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 um, Epstein thing yesterday just looked at and like, how are we dragging this out? How are we dragging this out? 
let's ignore this part. Pick and choose what we're going to talk, what we're going to look at. Um, let's see. Let's see. Uh, the bullies have won. Bullies have won, at least from what I understand. And I don't necessarily know if it's the bullies or um, bad management or what. It shouldn't have happened. It it really didn't have to happen for sure. But it sounds like uh, the little red shed here, the little bar across the street from the yard art folks, it's going to close its doors. It, it appears that um, it appears that they're going to close next weekend. I haven't gotten the full story. I haven't got it from the horse's mouth yet. Uh, it's only been secondhand through through um, Facebook posts and things like that. Haven't talked to him yet, but it looks like they're closing down. And I'm hoping it's not because of the bullies across the street. Really, um, that's sad because I know that there's at least three and possibly more people that are employed there that now, even though it was only four days a week, don't have a job. Um, that's my biggest concern. And the fact that they were able to just push them out. And the fact that I say the bullies pushed them out and that's the only thing that happened and it, it, it really, it might be mismanagement, but it didn't have to be, is because with the, the spectacle across the street, they should have been full every day, every minute they were open, if they had pushed that. So, yeah, it is sucks. It sucks. Uh, <laughs> Jim, Jim says the indictments that have come down. Um, yeah. Oh man, they're gonna get Trump next time, or they're gonna get Biden. Biden's gonna be in jail. Hillary's going to jail, guys. Q, it's Q. Q has the plan. Uh, Q is gonna let us know what we need to know when we need to know it. What? Stop. Just stop. Pickle P says to make a bar owner, you got to steal a lot from the shelves and till. Eh, hmm, you never went into this one. You never been here. Um, there's, there is definitely some stuff. Um, yeah, <laughs> it's a, it's a weird deal. It's a weird deal. And I know how quickly you can, I know how quickly, you don't need to steal a lot. You don't need to steal a lot to, to shut a bar down pretty quick. Um, being in that industry long enough, I, I, I know, I know what it takes and he, it could have been a lot better than it was. Pickle P says I did a bar audit once when I got on board. I used to have to take pour tests, uh, pour as in pouring, um, pouring, pouring accurate shots. Uh, basically, when you got your cash drawer, they would hand it to you and you had to pour accurately whatever the bar manager um, yelled out um, blind. Like it was a, this little testing thing and you had to get five out of six within a certain range to get your drawer and you had to keep trying until you, until you fucking passed. And then at the end of the night, I've had bars that weigh you weighed your bottles. You literally weighed the bottles and they figured out how many shots you poured. And regardless of what you rang into the till, they produced a uh, they produced a printout with how much you owed them. So, pickle Pete says, and every owner knows you're putting five percent to the hometown folks. I've had bars that 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 instructed me to give X amount of drinks away, and if I didn't give them all away, um, it I had to pay it out of my tips. I had to give away a certain amount of dollar amount between a certain a minimum and a maximum amount. And if I didn't hit the minimum, that came out of my tips. He 
budgeted that coming out. He wanted us to give that away. And I think it was a kind of a reverse psychology. If he was forcing us to give shit away, um, we weren't stealing from him. I also was very good at uh, at a corporate bar. Um, if Joe Schmo walked in, Bob Bob Smith walked in, sat down at the bar and ordered a drink, our standard pour being one and a quarter ounces, uh, I would pour him an ounce and float the straw, which meant basically he got a little under an ounce and a little bit in the straw, so it tasted like a drink was strong. And I would tally quarter ounces in my head to give my my customers free drinks. So every five drinks I served, I could serve a free drink. Hunter says, my pour test, I use a jig. Yeah, I was pretty good at, at pouring liquor. <laughs> you do it long enough and you get good. It's all about, it's all about uh, counting. You just have to have a count. Pickle P says the shell game. Yeah, I mean, it is what it is. It is what it is. It's a, it's a, is it devious towards, is it devious towards the customer buying the drink to short them a quarter ounce of alcohol in, uh, in an eight ounce glass? Yes. Will it make a difference in an evening? Will it make a difference in an evening? If you have four drinks and I short you a quarter ounce each drink, I saved you a DUI. Look at it that way. My favorites were uh, the the folks from the bus stop on the 1st and the 15th at the bar I worked at that was situated in between two bus stops that would come in and order a Long Island iced tea. And I would make them a perfect Long Island iced tea that tasted fantastic, uh, that was loaded with alcohol. And they would complain that it didn't taste like booze enough. So I would go over and cut the alcohol in half and just stack it with gin and hand it to them. And they thought it was the best drink ever. That's how I gave away a lot of fucking booze. I really rarely, rarely ever floated my owner. There are some owners that deserve it, though. Gingerbread says they're making 500 on a $12 bottle, no stealing. That's not really the case, though. If you're running just liquor in an establishment, you think of the overhead you're running off that fi off that off that profit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it it was definitely an interesting world and you really adapted for you really had to adapt to the bar to the, the personality of the owners, to the personality of the customers, to the personality of your, um, the um, co-workers, the cocktail servers, the bus boys, the kitchen staff. Like it is definitely a, a balancing act to stay in it, to stay lucrative in the profession and um, to keep your sanity. And yes, every bartender I've ever met was a closet or a recovering alcoholic. Or just flat out just didn't care. <laughs> I didn't tax anybody. I just poured short. I didn't... <laughs> Good morning, John. Good morning, John. Welcome to the Daily Bartending. <laughs> Kyle says he misses the bar culture a ton, uh, a shit ton. Don't miss the hangovers. Mm. 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 Maybe that's why I don't bartend, Jim, anymore. It's because I, I've, I've developed, I have, um, I have developed into a, a non-liberal and now i can't i can't tax people anymore <laughs> i was running and gunning man i was running and gunning i would say that at the beginning of my um at the beginning of my bartending career i was probably a, a budding socialist 
That's a long time ago, guys. A long, a long time ago. <laughs> Kyle misses being 22. I do not. I do not miss being 22. I, I do not miss being 22. Um, Tomorrow, tomorrow at 11 a.m. I want to remind you guys tomorrow, 11 a.m. Central right here on this YouTube channel. And um, I don't know if I'm going to release it as an audio podcast after probably, probably going to save uh, the interview I did with Carrie Brown and the, the interview I'm going to do tomorrow. I'm probably going to save those audio versions for times when I can't do a morning show and I can still get a pod audio podcast out. Uh, maybe replay the the video in the morning. Uh, but tomorrow I have Drew Fisher from Blockstream coming on. We're going to talk Blockstream Jade. We're going to talk about um, basically, basically um, intermediate beginner, intermediate level Bitcoin. Uh, what a hardware wallet is, how it works, what the functions of the Jade are. If you have questions, uh, if you have questions for someone in the Bitcoin world. Definitely pop in, throw uh, throw some questions in the comments, or you can reach out to me ahead of time if you want to make sure if you're going to miss the live and you want to get your questions asked. Definitely shoot those to me ahead of time. I have a couple couple uh, couple of listener questions already, and I have a list for uh, Drew myself. Uh, we'll be talking, like I said, about the Jade. We'll be talking probably a little bit about the Liquid Network and what that is. And uh, just all things Bitcoin. Uh, Drew's a Drew's a solid guy, and I um, and he is my uh, he is my affiliate contact with with Blockstream. So excited to get him on and talk about the hardware wallet. Uh, I got yesterday. I finally got my UPS packages that I've been waiting for since last Wednesday. Uh, it looks like um, margaritas must not have been on special at uh, at the Mexican restaurant because. They got delivered, uh, ironically enough, at the same time that the dude was in town last time, not at two minutes to six. So, <coughs> I don't know. I don't know. So, I got the stamp seed. Stamp seed. Um, the stamp seed seed phrase uh, kit. Got that in the mail. I'm excited to get that. Opened it up. Took a little peek at it. And uh, it looks quality. It looks quality for sure. I needed need to get set up to do videos to really open it up and uh, and dig in and and show the functionality and what it comes with. And I also got my USB tester, which I'm excited to um, to start playing around with and and do some uh, do some testing on the little solar panel I got, things like that. And um, yeah. More stuff on the way. More stuff on the way. Every day I'm getting messages from companies and, and talking about getting some stuff sent out. So I'm excited, excited to, to do do some more videos if I can just get the flow of packages coming a little more consistent. And then I got to, I got talking with a, a co-creator here yesterday, and I, I might uh, I might just start letting my Amazon boxes stack up to do a once a week um, once a week Amazon live unboxing and preview of uh upcoming videos i don't know i don't know i don't like to wait i don't like to wait i've never been uh, i've never been a fan of christmas or birthdays or surprises or things like that so if i got a box on the if i got a box on monday and sunday was my my weekly unboxing um weekly unboxing day i it would be uh it'd be a heroic event for me to wait that long so Jim says stack when it goes up, stack when it goes down, rinse and repeat. Gingerbread says I'm Dave Ramsey and my credit cards thanks to my ex. Um, five bucks, five bucks a week, one dollar a day, one dollar a day. Gingerbread says yes a day at your storage locker studio. Uh yeah, that's that's in the works too. That is in the works too. I, I got a long-term plan for uh for doing some content and having a better place to do it. Uh better lighting, controlled environment, and um things like that. Contemplating storage locker, contemplating a storage locker or um 
or I have another option that I'm going to pursue, but it, it's going to be a little bit in the future here. I think a lot of the storage lockers have uh, clauses in the contracts that say you can't run a business out of it. <laughs> Hunter says $3.33 a day. Really? What is that? 25 bucks a week? Something like that? Gingerbread Farm says transactions fees on small amounts get strike dude get strike and um send the cash send the usd to strike and set up a, a dca that's what i would do just under 100 bucks a month right okay gotcha gotcha cool start putting out content and order it i don't know I don't know. <laughs> it's it's all it's all personal. It is all personal for sure. And it's what you can uh, what you want to do, what your priorities are and and how it flows. So I know that my um my um my strategies have have uh, definitely fluctuated since I've started in Bitcoin. Uh both um the fact that I used to be very into a lot of altcoins kind of shifted towards that Bitcoin maximalist, but open to listening to other use case scenarios. And I have one or two that, uh, that interest me and in, um, not really dumping money, a ton of money into, but watching them. So um, Kyle, Kyle, learn about Bitcoin. It's not horrible. And you have somebody that, that knows how to, to handhold beginners into it. So I'm just saying, I'm just saying. Uh, we're going to wrap it up. We're going to wrap it up here. Oh, one last question for you guys that are still hanging out. Uh, and I'll probably ask it again tomorrow at the lead. I've started dipping into trying to figure out how to stream on Noster. It doesn't look impossible for sure. Um, I'm trying to figure out the balance of how to bring in the chat. to if I want, If I'm going to stream there, I might as well make it interactive um and the cost and the setup we'll see we'll see uh i have a few messages out to some people that know um that know and are doing it and uh people that are setting it up so trying to get some more information but would you watch on noster if i started streaming on noster i don't know <laughs> gonna look into it <laughs> excuse me <clears throat> wow sorry guys that um whew, <laughs> that one uh that one went down the wrong pipe <laughs> that one went down the wrong pipe um mike says transferred to my jade for the first time sunday morning how did it go smooth easy everything went uh went okay i hope um, I didn't get any frantic messages or anything like that. Um, <laughs> hopefully it went okay and everything is safe and sound. Everything is safe and sound. So anyway, I got to wrap it up. We're at, uh, we're at one Oh three. We're at an hour and three minutes. So let's, um, <laughs> let's, uh, let's wrap it up here, guys. Uh, you got Pickle Pete coming up next over on his YouTube channel. He's going to be doing a morning show drive time in Seattle. Um, yeah, yeah. A 5 a.m. 5 a.m. Pacific. If you are on the road, 8 a.m. Central, 5 and, and 5 p. 5 a.m. Pacific, join in and listen to the chaos. That's Pickle Pete, Wake and Bake with Seattle. And, uh, you never know, you never know what he's going to, um, you never know what he's going to be talking about. So I appreciate everybody listening. And if you enjoy the show, it's always free, 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 free to hit that like share and subscribe to return value for value. Please consider joining one of the YouTube membership tiers or listening on any value for value platform like Podverse or Wave Lake. Or oh, Wave Lake! I, I I came to find out as I was double uploading to the the podcast 2.0 network. So, nah, nah. Uh, Podverse or Fountain.fm. 
please visit thelotsproject.com to find all the recommended products, partner companies. I'm, I'm working diligently and slowly, but diligently on getting that populated up with a bunch of discount codes, partner companies, affiliate links, and the sort. You can find that at thelotsproject.com along with information about me. It's Tuesday, guys. It's early in the week. It'll be all right. It'll be all right. You'll make it through. Backwoods Butcher says, tell him to drop a link. It is in the Telegram group last night. He dropped it. So hit that and uh, head on over and check out. K-Bonk says, thump the thumb. Thump the thumb. Yes, thump the thumb. I appreciate it, guys. Hey, we're going to get out of here. We will catch you on hump day. Yeah.